Welcome back to another amazing episode of Trailer Trashing. I'm your host, Joey Rinaldi, and joining me as they do every Tuesday is our chief editor-producer, Charlie Weinshank, and also joining us, back from the flood, the soupy garbage juice man, Derek Blythe! Hello! You made it. Uh, are you How's alive? I'm alive, and now this room is stinky. <laughs> because mm, you were... Nice and good. It was because of all the feces. Feces, fetuses. <laughs> yes. Uh, I apologize to the listeners for telling them that you died. I Last episode, I was like, Do yeah, you... Derek's not coming back. You said I died? <laughs> yeah, he said that you were floating in a pile of fetuses and feces in your basement. You said that? <laughs> a boy can hope, you know? You said Sorry. that? That's I have messed a, up what you I said. I have a big imagination. <laughs> I'm 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 having just a terrible time and you're there telling people I'm dead when I'm like packing up everything on my computer and just unplugging <laughs> everything in my house. Hey, we started we started a uh, the, the Derek Blythe Flood Foundation or something. Oh, good. yeah, we got a bunch of celebrities to sing We Are the World. Oh, good. Yeah, I hope yeah. Gary Busey was there. We got Dana Carvey doing a Gary Busey impression. We couldn't actually get the Gary Busey. You can get him on Cameo for $300. Come on. Really? Yeah, he's like one of the most expensive ones. It's crazy. <laughs> I saw a really wild, like, small, like, thing about him where this guy was, like, filming him for a day. And they, Do you know what I'm talking Have you seen this? It, he used to have a Comedy Central thing where a guy would film, go around and, like, follow him around and film him, but... It was kind of mean spirited, and I think he ended up quitting. Yeah, it seemed like they were they were being like really they were trolling him, and he kept catching on, and it was kind of like more sad than funny. <laughs> I watched one episode, and I that's how I found out he's like an insane person because yeah, he had a car accident. Oh, really? The, there was a one man show in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival a few years ago called Gary Busey does Shakespeare, and it's just a guy doing a really good Gary Busey impression. Just doing Shakespearean monologues. I think I, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this exists, but it does. I also recommend his personal YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's still up, but he'll just be on a hill outside of his house, and he'll like talk to you about hobbits for half an hour. It's really good. So um, wow. speaking of hobbits, hobbits are little people, and you know uh, where little people first live? Inside of a woman's pregnant Boom. That's a terrible wow, okay. transition to that's a terrible <laughs> that transition. Was, that, was, that was worse than usual by like a lot. <laughs> it was so, a lot of dots to connect. And it was, it was of, almost it was borderline <laughs> offensive. <laughs> you like couldn't say womb without cracking up. So, so speaking so. of of little people, little people are dwarves from Lord of the Rings and they ha that, aren't born like people which are born from women's <laughs> apart uterus all right so Uter uterus <laughs> so, let me take it over let me take it over the theme today is pregnant comedies and the reason why i chose pregnant comedies is because there was a weird point in my childhood from the time i was like 10 years old to 13 from 2007 to 2010 there was just so many pregnant movies there was knocked up juno baby mama baby on board labor Pains with Lindsay Lohan, the backup plan with J Lo. There was just all these. That was all from 2007 to 2010, and like it scarred me in a weird way. And, and I need a platform <laughs> to talk about it. And oh that's God. why we're on the podcast right now. Pregnancy <laughs> movies. <laughs> I think this is all. This all started after Rosemary's Baby. It's, it sent Joey into a spiral of, of realizing that he is remembered true. that time in his life where something awakened in him. So yeah, so yeah, we did we did Rosemary's Baby last episode. 
before Derek got flooded and almost died. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then that Rosemary baby just made me be like, God damn it. There's a lot of pregnancy movies that I, for some reason I would go to see. And I saw all these movies in theaters, by the way. I don't know why. I was going to the theaters. <laughs> multiple <seeing> times. <laughs> multiple times. Um, did you guys remember that, that list of, of pregnant comedies I just listed? Uh, I remembered a lot of those. I haven't seen all of them. Yeah, I remember that. I, I, I didn't have the same effect. I was like, oh, another one. And I felt like they were all the same. They're not the same, but it's kind of like... They all hit the same beats, uh, and it just feels like the movie writes itself. Except um, for Juno. Whenever. I think Juno Juno's is probably the best one. Juno um, is in my top five favorite movies good, of all time. It's a coming-of-age story. Uh, but, like, I really, really hate, like, f- pregnancy in movies and TV. I don't hate women, but <laughs> it just feels, like, so formulaic. Like, every time there's a pregnant character on a show, I'm like, oh, great. She's going to give birth at the season finale. There's gonna, They're going to get stuck in a traffic jam. Oh, my God. There's going to be an unlikely. And it just is like it, it, they just already it's it, it's it's just already written. You're going to yeah. watch the same birth over and over sc- screaming. That's true. Derek Blythe does not hate women, but he hates <laughs> cliches about pregnancy. Something about pregnancy on TV. Like if I'm watching like Knocked Up or if I'm watching like any TV show where someone's pregnant, I get this urge to just go to my local CVS and buy all the condoms and just be like, never going to happen to me ever. <laughs> you know what's so weird is that um, for some reason, um, whenever I watch a TV show that has like uh, a pregnancy in it, I always just – I'm like I, the thought goes – did this get written into the show because the actor got pregnant? <laughs> it happens a lot. It's normally 50-50, yeah. I feel like. It's 50-50. Yeah, because it's like how often can you just like not – like you could remove it from the show and it'd be totally – like it, you wouldn't miss it. You know what I mean? So it's like – Well, uh, since we're talking so much about pregnancy, I feel like it's appropriate <laughs> time to watch the movie trailer of the first – movie we're going to watch today, which is the trailer of Knocked Up 2007, Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen, Katherine Heigl, Paul Rudd, Jonah Hill. Let's let's cue this bad boy up. Allison, Jack and I need to see you in his office. We were wondering whether or not you would be good for on camera. Really? <laughs> I know. I was so surprised, too. Ah! Oh! Ow! Do you like Wow! Are you living your vision right now? I am kind of living my vision. Wow, that is sad, I'm telling you. I got a promotion. Oh my God! Let's go celebrate. Woo! I'm Allison. I'm Ben. This is my friend Jason. I'm just trying not to stare. She's married. Shut up! You think that's going to stop him from hitting on her? It's not at all. (laughs) You believe this? I think he's doing the dice thing too much. That's really all he's got. (sighs) You're prettier than I am. Do we have sex? Yeah. Nice. Hello. Hi, this is Allison. I don't know if you remember me. I have something I really need to tell you. I'm pregnant. With a baby? Yes. Then what are you hitting on me for? How did this happen? This is a disaster. Aren't you supposed to be married to have a baby? You should be, because they love each other, and people who love each other get married and have babies. Do you love each other? We should really just try to get to know each other and give this a real shot. Okay, I know we didn't plan this, but I'm on board. (laughs) Yay! This summer... Is this freaking you out that we're shopping for baby clothes? No, I'm just pretending I'm shopping for regular clothes and I'm a giant. (laughs) What do you think of him? He's funny, right? Thanks. 
All right, bring it back. He's playing fetch with my kids. Go get it, fetch. He's treating my kids like they're dogs. Universal Pictures presents. Marriage is like an unfunny version of Everybody Loves Raymond. Should we have sex tonight? Ugh. But it doesn't last 22 minutes. That's forever. I'm just really constipated. Do you really want to? Well, now. A comedy about where babies come from. I'm gonna be there to rear your child. You hear that, Ben? Don't let him near the kid. He wants to rear your child. And how grown-ups are born. You're gonna love this, I predict it. Life's a great adventure, and you're the hero in it. <gasps> I'm gonna go sneak a peek, see if there's anything I can do. Can you be in here? Yeah! I shouldn't have gone in there. Knocked up. You know what? All That's right. a perfect trailer for one of the most perfect comedies. I love it. It was great. It brought me right back to 07. Red Sox won the World Series <laughs> that year. It was a good year. My favorite part of the trailer was that like they got Jason Siegel to be like this suave, sexy, like hitting. He on was not sexy. Guy. He was a he was a, he had a weird soul like, patch thing. He was a yeah, slimy. No, it was like that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, they they wanted him to be this like this this like uh, ladies man, and all they did was like, hey, grow a goatee. And uh, I, do you know the convinced. joke is that the slimy guy was bad at being a, a ladies man. You totally missed it. Yeah, well, I haven't I haven't seen this movie to be honest with you guys. Oh, it's really good. It's um, really good. They show like real birth. They, they, they really show. Oh yeah, real. I remember. I remember yeah, going you to see, see that. Yeah, you see a baby popping out of a JJ, and I was like. Like got 10 years old, so I was like, this is cool because I've never seen a JJ up close before, but it's kind of gross because there's a human climbing out of that thing. Oh, Joey. <laughs> oh, Joey. There's so much to unpack. Um, before we do, I would like to say that I forgot that I left my VPN on Google Chrome on. So my my network is like technically, it's like it's a, on a French, it's on a French network, so... I'm accidentally on YouTube France and in the recommended um, videos, <laughs> there's a bunch of other movie trailers, but they all have the wrong names. And I thought I went fully crazy, <laughs> like, like knocked up in France is en cloque. But the, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I saw there's the trailer for um, Trainwreck. Remember with uh, Bill Hader? Yeah, yeah, and LeBron James. That the French title for that is Crazy Amy. Really? really? Yes. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> I, I looked at that and I saw the other ones. I was like, "What the hell? Did I just wake up in a different dimension?" And then I remembered it's 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 French. They have a sketchy VPN well, on. If if this was last week, if this was last week's episode, and this happened, I would have been like. Derek, there's no French on your computer. It's all in your head. Like I didn't, I did, I really didn't survive the flood, did I? No, was, he was trying to gaslight you. Oh it didn't shit! Didn't work. He tried to do the gaslighting joke that he hated so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not like it at all. But what do you guys think about the trailer? <laughs> I thought, I really thought it, it, it didn't give anything away. It, it got straight to the meat and potatoes. There was enough jokes to make me laugh, but not too many jokes where I'm like they're trying too hard. You know, it, it was really balanced. Um, yeah, I, I have some thoughts on this. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, uh, and I think that it's very possible that a comedy like this is not that far off from a ro uh, romantic comedy. Uh, but it seemed like the trailer had a lot of beats like in a romantic comedy trailer. Um, and for me, uh, this might just be my gripe with the whole movie in general, but I, I was just kind of like, um, I know that this is like a comedy, and like generally the problem I have with, comedy movies 
like from this era are that there's always a turning point where it's no longer so much comedy and you're not cracking up anymore and you ha- they have to resolve it. Yeah, this it, movie so- has a serious like that's like the one flaw with this movie is there's like 20 minutes of like real serious bullshit that yeah, I don't they have care a, for. They have a big falling out. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, but the thing is, they, they I probably mean, play a Wilco be, song that's a little sad. Right. <laughs> not right. to be, not to be rude, but it seemed like it was saying how like, uh oh, he got this girl pregnant. Uh, what are they gonna do? And then it's like, oh, that's gonna resolve, and they're gonna learn to love each other or something. But I don't know. It just seemed like uh, they could have solved that problem like. <laughs> really quickly and this movie wouldn't have needed to go on for another hour. Are you saying she should have gotten an abortion? <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that she needed to. I'm just saying that if the movie dilemma is that she's pregnant, there is an uh an easy solution. That's okay. As I always do whenever anything political comes up, I segue on out to something else. Uh, okay, fun fact. Anne Hathaway was actually the original person they casted to be the lead of this movie. But when she found out that Judd Apatow is a sick puppy who really wanted to use a real birth scene in the movie, she backed out. She was like, that's that's gross. You shouldn't air like a pregnancy birth on... T- really? Yeah, yeah. Anne Hathaway was... Ma- it's beautiful. Na- it's natural. It's beautiful. Uh, but it, Anne Hathaway is not for it, so they, they lost out. And I think the movie would have been so much better with Anne Hathaway. Cause with, that, with Anne Hathaway? I love that lady. She's like, <laughs> she's in my top five, fit, probably. Let's really? Hear the, let's hear the, let's so? hear the five. Ah, oh, no, I can't. Don't, <laughs> don't put me on the spot. Don't put me on the spot. Why? Are you going to do a pregnant pause? Whoa. Uh, there, so yeah, I, there it was. Uh, uh, wait, th- th- this is a fun fact that I talked about with Charlie the other night. Uh, do you know who Joey Badafuco is? Yeah. You do? Can you explain to the listeners who Joey Badafuco is? And then I'll explain why he's irrelevant to Knocked Up. <laughs> I can't, I'm not, I know who he was, but not like enough to okay. explain it well. Joey called me last night and I thought he was talking about Artie Buco from the <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so Joey Badafuco, um is a notorious kitty diddler. He's a pedophile, and the girl he was like having sex with, the little girl he was having sex with, I guess was in love with him and killed his wife. And uh, this guy's like infamous and like is a bad guy. And he somehow got a job working catering on the set of Knocked Up. Once they fa- craft services, yeah, craft services. <laughs> Once they found this out, they immediately fired him. But it became like a huge inside joke for the cast and crew, and it made everybody laugh. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? He's like, that's a yeah, he's like chopping up fact. your ribs, and you're like, excuse me, are you Joey Bonifuco from the news? <laughs> yeah, you want white meat or dark meat? <laughs> so. <laughs> There's nothing better than moving off of a political divisive topic with a politically funny commentary. Now, um, I really stand by that I don't think I made any type of political statement. Well, you offended me. I was triggered. He just had said that there is a pro-choice option to avoid the movie. Yeah, it's like I was just saying that the whole movie is the whole movie is hinged on a dilemma that is like it's. It's there's there are options. I'm not, pro many no. choices, but not the choice that Joey Badafuco made. <laughs> so I'm gonna rate this movie. Uh, I'm gonna rate that movie trailer an 8.5 because uh, it, it gave me everything I wanted, but it didn't go over the top. It didn't have that extra thing to make it a nine or a ten. 8.5. I'm gonna give it kind of like uh, I was. I, I it's got it's got kind of like rom com stuff and that's a negative for me but it gets one extra joey botafuco point which puts it at like a five i'll give it a five 
Yeah, I'm gonna give it like a six point five. It's just a minute too long. I'm, I'm you, like, yeah. by the time like by the time Paul Rudd starts talking, I'm like, I get all right, I'll go see it. It looks good. <laughs> Paul Rudd has the best line of the trailer when he's like, being married like everybody loves Raymond, but without the laugh track. <laughs> right. Great line. Jo- uh, uh, Paul Paul Rudd does not always do it for me. Yeah, he for me he's a hit or miss. He does it actor. for me every time. So, uh, what do you scallywags think the Rotten Tomato score is going to be? And uh, I have a feeling you're both going to guess this wrong. That's my. Hunch. I'm not a scallywag, butt licker. Oh, who you calling butt licker? Uh, toilet drinker. Booger ass. Uh, <laughs> nerd. No, no, you're a booger ass nerd. You're a... Joe, you can't come back from that. <laughs> so, also, I just, I just want to say, uh, not being political once again, just to point out the the irony in in Joey, uh, in Joey's uh, character. In like I'm, I'm attacking you personally. <laughs> <laughs> Let it on. I like to say, give me an attack. As someone, hurt my feelings. As someone, as someone who chose the topic called pregnancy movies, pregnancy I've comedies. Heard, I've never, I've never, like, on one hand, Joey chose uh, this topic, but on the other hand, I've never seen someone run from the topic of abortion so hard. <laughs> You know, I didn't want to offend our Christian Mel Gibson. Um, common uh, sense media. Common moms. sense media. Yeah, fans. Yeah, they, they love the podcast. So, um, so guess the Rotten Tomato score so we can uh, move on. Yeah, who goes first? Uh, Derek goes 79. first this time. Charlie, how would you counter? Uh, I think it got like around uh, mid sixties, but since this is a sexy comedy, I'm gonna say sixty nine. After this episode i'm banning charlie for five episodes to say 69 (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) you're banned so uh derek wins it's a 90 uh charlie it's a good movie i I don't think charlie has ever ever won with the 69 thing i think that gag. i think i i have not ryan tomatoes hates that gag and now (laughs) and now uh we have a shocker even though Roger Ebert was alive, he made one of his interns review this, and the intern gave it zero stars. Did it really? Jim Emerson, his intern. Yeah. Wow. This is We've never seen anything lower than a half I've star. I saw, um, like, uh, uh, Human Centipede has zero stars. Wow. He didn't hate it, but That's he just didn't, couldn't figure out how to... How to, like, <laughs> quantify it. I've never seen a Human Centipede. Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna read this, comedy. but it, <laughs> yeah, um, it's it starts. So this is the last paragraph, but um, I just want to give a preemptive. Uh, I knew it, but uh, so here we go. <clears throat> this is a romantic comedy that's unafraid to face human suffering dead on. Hey, look, romantic comedy. I knew it. I love rom coms. Um, that's my thing. I'm Joey rom com Rinaldi. I just wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't think that this was a rom com. I thought this was just a com. Well, because they ha- she has there's, to. There's some. There's a lot of cum in the cum, if you know what I whole, mean. Oh, oh, damn it! Oh, Joey, <laughs> that's how pregnancy happens. I do get the romantic aspect. Yes. Well, because they she she hates him because he's this like deadbeat stoner, and then that she has to, she decides to keep the baby, and then they have to. He tries to, to like. They have to make it work. He try yeah. All right, so, and yet in the end, it is all the more joyous for that. Knocked Up is a beautifully shaped piece of work. There are no slack patches, no gratuitous feel-good movements, uh, moments. And if you walk out of Knocked Up feeling good, that means you've earned it. Uh, 
with that Zacharek nails knocked up on the head. So I guess he's quoting someone. But it sounds like he loves so, it. So I guess Rajat Ibi just doesn't allow his interns in 07 to give stars. <laughs> that, maybe that's all. I am wants. the one who gives stars. I'm the one who gives the stars. I am the one. You, you know how many years I worked in, in this industry to give stars? I started in this business <laughs> with one star. And it one was, star! It was rotten and gross. Yeah, it must be because I was scanning this to see if anything like looked like they didn't like it. But it seems like they really did It's a like good movie. It. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, it's you a lot of no fun. Uh, Jonah Hill. Like I, I love that the that like the minor characters in this movie are Jonah Hill, Jason Segel, Jay Barishaw, and Martin, Martin Starr. Like those are four hilarious guys who are just casually in this movie, and it's and James Franco's in it too. And uh, what wow, he had the, the other gang. friend too, uh, Charlene Yee. Whatever happened to her? Remember Charlene Yee? Oh yeah, she I did do. a bunch of ones back in, around that time. Yeah, I think she got blacklisted somehow because I don't. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just. I don't know. <laughs> but she she does the line where she's like, "Uh, you ever Wanna get mad? Boyfriends? You never get mad at your baby because it's like stealing your food. It's like stop it. But you're a family and you share." <laughs> so uh, I guess that concludes the knocked up section of the podcast. It's go- You know what? Go see it. I I I I can't advertise for this movie enough. Uh, there's one part of the movie when Jonah Hill says to Seth Rogen, uh, she has big old tatties. And, and that always makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, well, Derek, want to introduce the next movie? It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's the only line I remember. So it's Junior, Junior from 1994. And it's the movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger, you guessed it, has a big old baby inside of his belly. <laughs> My prediction is that this hasn't aged well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it didn't age well while it was like while it was in the theaters. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, without any further adieus, let's go to the movie trailer. It's impossible. It's not natural, and I'm not interested. I took you for a scientist. I am a scientist. Yeah. Well, where's your vision? Opportunities knocking here. You're just trying to manipulate me. Yes, I am. So what? We're on the verge of something fantastic, and I need you to carry it through with me. What's going on? Can you keep an open mind? I mean, really wide open? Let's put a bun in your oven. I must be crazy to be doing this. You may be crazy, but you're also pregnant. I'm pregnant. I just can't keep anything down. It's morning sickness. It'll pass, eat crackers. Alex, you're sweating like a racehorse. What's going on? Everything's perfectly normal, except for the fact that the mom is also the dad. Yoo-hoo! You look so beautiful tonight. You look sort of glowing. Yes, you do. You look positively lit up. What's the good news? No good news. If this gets out, your life is over. My nipples are very sensitive. What? Does my body disgust you? No. You're kissing? Wait a minute, Alex, you're in no condition to start a relationship. I want you to know everything about me. I'm pregnant. From Universal Pictures and Ivan Reitman comes Something Inconceivable. Oh, my God. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Two household miskinness. That's it. Danny DeVito. Guys do not have babies. We leave that to the women. That's part of the beauty of being a guy. And Emma Thompson. You think men don't hold enough cards? You have to take this away from us as well. I would love, protect, and nurture the milk with everything I've got stop in me. Stop it. No, I don't stop it. I want my babies. Junior. 
Is this your first? Yes. This year, Labor Day is November 23rd. But I have nothing to wear. I have nothing to wear. Okay, uh, first off, before we explain, <laughs> before we even talk about the movie trailer, uh, the listeners, um, Derek Blythe, a.k.a. Soupy Garbage Juice, has an amazing, amazing video song called uh, Danny DeVito that you guys have to oh. listen to. It's amazing. And Danny De- I'm only bringing this up because Danny DeVito is in that last trailer, and I can't watch a scene with Danny DeVito without thinking of the song. Joey, so, ha- uh, Joey has introduced more people to this song I made two years ago. You know how like that phrase is like, oh, your ears get warm when people are talking about you somewhere? What's it? Your ears get... <laughs> I've never heard your that. Ears get I've hot. never heard that Your ears get hot before. when someone's talking about you. Uh, and, but my version of that is a random person liking this and getting the notification. I'm like, somewhere... Joey Rinaldi is talking about me. It's probably like like <laughs> once a month that happens, Derek, right? Yeah. That's how I I Joe I, I found that video through Joey. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like there's no unless you scroll through a lot of bullshit I made, then there's no reason for you to to see this video from twenty seventeen. Uh, I, I, I I periodically make it my story on Instagram every now and then. Wow. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's, 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 it's my favorite piece of art that, that's ever been invented ever in the planet. And uh, I really hastily made it, and the singing is shitty, and the graphics and everything. No. It's Danny the, DeVito the, as a unit of measurement. It's so good. <laughs> but but, but ju- what's just as good as that is the concept of Arnold Schwarzenegger being pregnant. When his agent pitched him this movie, uh, his pitch was, Arnold, the manliest thing a man could do is do stuff that woman can do, and woman will respect you for this. So it's basically and- the same conversation <laughs> Danny DeVito's having with him at the beginning on the plane? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's a real fact you can find online. Like his, He was like, my agent told me I would be a respected man by woman for being so manly to be a woman. <laughs> wow. And before we talk about the trailer, I, I, this fun fact is so important to this podcast that I got to say it right now. Mel... Gibson originally was supposed to be the lead of this film, but he turned it down after he told his church about this, and his church disapproved of the storyline and forbid him from doing the movie. It's funny wow. because I was going to say that this reminded me of that rom-com that we did with him. What was that one called? What, what Woman want. want. What Woman Want. Yeah. Woman Want. <laughs> <laughs> See, but but the thing is, that, that movie wasn't against religion. This movie apparently was against his anti-Semitic But if religion. it did happen, it would be like, um, they'd say it's a miracle and then that per- person would get sainthood or whatever. Because you have to prim- do like three miracles. Yeah, exactly. That that was that would have been like uh, the next uh, immaculate conception. It's better than turning water into wine. That's just like like a party. That's just like having a good party. It's not a great miracle. What women want was just like him cross dressing, right. and thinking about what women want. So, guys, a trailer. Junior, what do we think about the trailer? Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that it is as tasteless <laughs> as what women want. <laughs> <laughs> it looks better the trailer honestly was better than what women want i was actually kind of into this like i can't believe this movie is hated universally because it, I, I really <laughs> really i can I'm, totally i've never i've it. never seen this movie or i've never heard about it but i really enjoyed the trailer like that, that that's you, like hadn't, a seven. you hadn't heard about it <laughs> no i've heard oh, of this I, I feel like people have been hiding this from me because they knew i would <laughs> i would love it too much <laughs> I thought that the trailer was, um, it wasn't very compelling because it seemed like uh, 
it seemed like all the characters that were opposed to the main characters in this movie were asking all the questions that I was asking, but instead of, uh, like, they were asking about why did they do it, and I was like, why did they make this movie? (laughs) Right, right. So I think my issue here is that I'm one of those, like, really bad, bad uh, people who consume content who all I need to, to <laughs> love something is to see Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and Emma Thompson from Love Actually and just be like, oh, my God, I like these three people. This could be about anything. I'm going to watch this. Uh, I, I, I'm terrible in that sense. I mean, I love Danny DeVito. He was the best part of this by far, but I <laughs> probably won't I probably won't be watching this movie. Wait, what's more unbelievable? Arnold Schwarzenegger being pregnant or Danny DeVito being a doctor? Oh <laughs> no! Danny DeVito was a doctor in. Uh, he was Doctor Mantis Toboggan. In, right, uh, always fully sign. accredited. <laughs> Mantis Toboggan. Yes, yeah. I got. I brought this this giant condom for my Magnum dong. <laughs> so so, did you guys rate it yet? No, no. Um, I'll probably go four. Derek. No, I'll go five. I'll go five. It's the same. Uh, they were, but the last two trailers were fine. They were like you know they were they. They were trailers. So you would say that Charlie's lukewarm on pregnancy. Yeah. Derek? Um, I will give it a six. I wanted to give it a five, um, but I noticed they used the music from the beginning of Goonies, and that um, made my mood go up a, a notch, so I'll give it a six. <laughs> um, I, I found it really annoying, like the the whole joke. It's just like Arnold Schwarzenegger saying things that, pregnant women would say and like i'm sure it gets old fast because it's probably what is it a 90 minute movie or something but it got old during the course of the two minute trailer i thought that it was crazy because they they yeah it wasn't it was an exhausted joke yeah and then they had all the female characters being like why are you doing this like you know like don't you think that like I don't know. It's like pregnancy is a hard thing that women have to do. Like what? Like what do you want? Like and then it's like yeah. Well, why? Yeah, why did they make this? Because movie? we like, to... were science and we can. We can make a man pregnant <laughs> like a seahorse. Oh yeah, seahorses <laughs> did do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure seahorses can be born a man and become a woman, vice versa. Like through uh, not there's a couple. Female and, yeah, there's a couple species yeah, there's, like there's that. Lots of species of animals. That's, that's kind of that. the point of Jurassic Park, also. They so were all uh, made female, but life finds a way. In two yeah. in two thousand seven, two thousand seven is keeps on being a theme of this podcast today. But in two thousand seven, uh, the Scottish artist named Sandy Smith made a competition for who could write the best essay to argue why Junior is the greatest film of all time. <laughs> wow, that's awesome! No, it's probably it, that's a good that's a good, like um that it's 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 art like film is art so like any type of uh essay you could write it's all subjective so i love that kind of stuff uh it's really and the funny. saddest part about this competition is there was there was more awards given than people who submitted <laughs> how does oh so it's this guy got like a thousand awards for his one essay. yeah yeah i think like only five people submitted yeah, but i started and gave up and you know what's funny about this? In 2007, Juno and Knocked Up both came out. So maybe all these pregnancy comedies inspired this Scottish artist to bring back Junior. And like, uh, I bet it's all connected. I think that it's funny because the point of that exercise is to show that you can kind of argue like some really ridiculous things when it's subject, like when it's a subjective argument like that. Yeah, that I remember 
I had to write all these essays in school and I like I my favorite essay I ever wrote in film school was uh, I <laughs> my teacher literally said you guys better make your like he was telling us you need title pages and they better have sexy titles. So I wrote an essay called Fifty Shades of Ayn Rand and I wrote <laughs> about how the Fountainhead is actually about S&M. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to. If Does that still exist? I read that book. The, the essay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can I can send it to you. <laughs> I would love. To I wrote it that. about the movie though, because it was for a film club. And if you're oh. a tr- if you're a trash head who listens to trailer trashing, feel free to email us your essay explaining why Junior's movie trailer is the best movie trailer that we've ever watched. Yeah, send us all your home. We'll do your homework for we'll you. We'll do your homework for you. <laughs> we'll tutor your kids. Derek can teach your kids how to speak in French and how to do Union Imagement with Danny DeVito as the, the crazy Amy. <laughs> the crazy Amy. <laughs> So, uh, Derek, you won last time, so I'm going to give you first dibs on Rotten Tomato. Uh, I think it's <laughs> like a 21. Joey's really pulling for me on this one because you won last time and you went first. And it's Joey hates when you win. To go first. It no, ruins his day. I'm, I'm, trying to help, I'm trying to help Charlie even though I hate his... He's trying to help me Even out. though I hate his ugly-ass uh, long hair. I want to conform <laughs> and give you a buzz cut. <laughs> so, wait, what, what, what did you say, Derek? 28? 21. 21, man. <sighs> Come on, Charlie. Use the force. Uh, I'm going to go, oh, man. Uh, I'll go under 28. I'm going to go 20. I mean, you said 21. Yeah, I'll go 12. I think you should have said 28. You would have won. The score is 36. Derek wins again. Charlie, you suck so much. You, oh, you, man. you you're terrible. You, you, you suck at Ryan Tomato. You, you, I can't believe you went to film school because you have no con- conception of, of our understanding of film. You just <laughs> you, you're embarrassing everybody. I'm ashamed to know you. Read us the Roger Ebert yeah. review. Did you say conception on purpose? <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice. It, Nice. Uh, oh, Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's almost a perfect score, everybody. Three and yeah. a what? half. What? You you have to read the first paragraph. Oh, man. Jo- uh, Derek, you got a fancy word to describe the first paragraph? A fancy word? <laughs> like penultimate? Um, the alpha. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the wonder is that Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a pregnant person in junior, but he plays one so well. <laughs> Oh, it's not that he, it's not, so he's saying that it's not crazy that he's playing a pregnant person. It's crazy that he's doing it so well, which I think it's crazy that he thinks that. He has an uncanny idea of what will and won't work, and since you walk in expecting almost nothing to work, the result is sort of deliverance. As an actor with big muscles and a bulky Austrian accent, you'd think that he would be limited, and yet he knows himself so well that it gives him uh, freedom. Is pregnant Arnold any harder to believe, really, than Arnold as Conan the Barbarian? Yes. He begins in junior. <laughs> he begins in junior as a scientist named Hess, okay. with no charm and no personality, an automaton whose only reaction when his research funding is yanked is to pack his bags and head back to Europe. Even his partner, a fellow researcher named Arbogast. Okay. Wow, who fucking wrote this? What are this? these names? Who wrote? Yeah, Arbogast and Hess. Oh man, what is it like? Make believe that is that this guy's kids write this movie? Well, anyway. probably it's about a pregnant man. What do you think? <laughs> uh, Arbogast doesn't like him. You've all uh, you have all the warmth and charm of a wall-eyed pike. 
But Arbogast is convinced they're on the trail of a fertility drug that will make millions. And in a, a, a last-ditch effort, he persuades Hess to experiment by trying the drug on himself. And it makes wow. him pregnant? Yeah, because it's, it's a fertility the, drug that knows no bounds. The drug has <laughs> sperm and eggs? <laughs> yeah, it's a really hearty breakfast of sperm and eggs. Oh, yeah. It does say he's implanted with a fertilized human egg. So I have a question. Is Roger Ebert the best movie critic or just... He is the most movie reviews, so like he is just like the most, like is it? I feel like it's quantity over quality with Ebert. You know what? I, you know what I learned from this um, is that it's he's giving it almost a perfect score because it uh, subverted his expectations in a way. Like he thought it was going to be terrible, but it, like he was like, I went into this. He essentially said he he went into this thinking that nothing was going to work, but it actually did work. And so that's why it's almost a perfect score. So it's like, usually you don't get points for having your movie work, right? You get negative points when your movie doesn't work. But in this case, having thought that it was not going to work, it gets a lot of points for working. So it's kind of like a really flawed system. Yeah, so I feel like Ebert... Like I want to now read all of Arnold Schwarzenegger Ebert reviews because it just sounds like he loves Arnold Schwarzenegger. He sounds like he's like all in on on the pumping iron muscle man that is Schwarzenegger. Well, Arnold I mean, is delightful. Yeah, this was his phase in the <laughs> mid '90s when he was doing all those kooky comedies. He's a kindergarten cop. He does. I love. I love him in comedies. He has impeccable comedic he, timing. If you if you find some time today, you should get all of the covers of these movies next to each other. And they all look the same. He's looking at the camera with these big eyes, like, "What did I get myself into now?" They all look <laughs> the same. It's like people looking at him, like family members, and then of him, like looking like, "What?" <laughs> I know exactly yeah. what how did how did Tim Allen get a sitcom? I'd wish Tim Allen sitcom replaced it with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would be the funniest thing ever. Just an Austrian bodybuilder guy in a Midwest <laughs> town with a family yeah, yeah, trying the, to the, do a tool show. The name of the show would be <laughs> Oh Arnold. With Jonathan Taylor Thomas as his son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, it's kind of like the look you were talking about is probably the look he gave his wife when uh, it was discovered that he had a secret second family. Whoa. Oh, man. Uh, how what? How did I get into this mess? This is crazy. Um, I, I, I can't believe it. So even though this movie at the time, like New York Times, many other publications consider this the worst comedy ever made, both Emma Thompson <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger got nominated for Golden Globes, which shows you the Golden Globes. Do they know what they're talking about when they give awards? The world will never know. Well, this is kind of, I guess, one of the these. This is a movie that I guess you either really love or really hate because, you know, we're, we keep saying, like, man, well, does Roger Ebert know what he's talking about? Do the Golden Globes know what they're talking about? Like, some, some people, I guess, really fucked with this movie. Roger Ebert also hated Home Alone, both of them. I and love those Home movies Alone. are objectively amazing. Incredible. <laughs> he hate yeah. they both have like half a star from him. It's crazy. He hate I guess if you hate the joke of I don't know, like the the wacky people getting hit by household items then you're really not going <laughs> to like the movie. So uh b- before b- before we move on to to our last and final movie, I need yes. to say one more thing. This may be the scariest fun fact that I've ever read. Arnold Schwarzenegger spent months in infirmary studying babies. Really? 
so you you just gave birth for 13 hours you wake up in a cold sweat holding your caressing your new child and a a, a large austrian bodybuilder is hovering <laughs> over you saying how do you feel <laughs> help apparently he was interviewing moms pregnant moms at the infirmary what is that the most frightening thing you've ever heard you know I think uh, I think this about method acting. I think that method acting is a thing that people talk about to stir up interest for their movies. Like, you know what? My actor, my main actor, went all out for this movie. This is what he did. But it's like I'm not sure I'd call this method though, unless he actually really did get pregnant. Like, it's re- basic research. I think if I was an Icelandic yeah, person, research. I would spend a week, at least a week, in Reykjavik, talking to people. Yeah. I- all I meant for for what I was saying though about about the method acting is just that it seemed like Arnold Schwarzenegger did not need to go that far out for that part. <laughs> Probably not. So um, so uh, Derek, was there one more thing you want to say before we moved on? Yes, it's very important. Joey linked the wrong trailer. Joey linked the wrong trailer. <laughs> Joey linked the wrong trailer for the next film. Joey Link. Oh my god. Trailer. Joey Link. Wrong <laughs> trailer. When this You're right. is over, I'm going to kill him. Now, I want to move on to our last and final trailer that we're going to be doing. I specifically told Charlie Weinschenk that we're going to do pregnant comedies, but because Charlie Weinschenk is a sick, satanic, evil, twisted person who doesn't understand how the world works, what did you choose for our pregnant comedy movie? Well, I'd like to start out by saying this is a movie I've always wanted to see, so I'm pretty excited because I've been meaning to see this. I like because uh, it's it's like one of the next movies I'm gonna watch. Me too. I'm probably gonna watch it after this. Um, so been meaning good. to watch it forever. I've never seen it. But always wanted to. So good. But when you said pregnant comedies, I knew we could uh, find a sci-fi movie that fit this. Uh, and with the help of Derek, uh, Derek Blythe, you know him. The He's very same to my left. The the, the He's Blythe man. To my left virtually. <laughs> Um, he <laughs> he helped me choose this movie. It is Alien, and there's a very. Famous I don't think scene, it's a comedy. Well, I, I don't. I don't think Sigourney says some funny stuff to her cat here and there. <laughs> I think I think that we're we're kind of divided on on whether or not this is just pregnancy movies or pregnancy comedies. Considering I chose the theme. Both <laughs> I chose the theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny if you think gruesome space murder is really funny. Guys, we're running out of yeah. time, so without any more talky talk. It's Alien. Alien.
in space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> is that where that is from? Yeah. I thought that's from a different yeah, movie. Right, from l- l- uh, let, me, let me start it up when this ends. It's, uh, it's not over? So, uh, we <laughs> just watched the Alien trailer. Uh, audio speaking, <laughs> there wasn't any line spoken. You just heard the music, which, uh, which means Charlie will explain what just happened. But before... If you like that type of music, check out Charlie's EP. It's called Midnight Beans. Uh, his music Midnight, literally, Midnight his Beans? music literally sounds a lot. It sounds a lot like the music you just heard in Alien. <laughs> no, that's a that's a different project. Oh, but yeah, I mean, check it out. So, uh, Charlie, uh, now that we've listened to your weird music, tell the audience what just happened in that movie trailer. They couldn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't really say for sure. It was like, it slowly creeped down to say alien, uh, over an egg, over an egg, egg. an egg, an egg that had spikes. And then, uh, it kind of like opened up and there was light. And then all of a sudden there are all these flashing pictures and that was it. I liked it. I thought it was like, uh, visually exciting. Uh, so I'd give it like a decent rating, but I really... I don't think it gave anything away, really. Yeah. Just that in the end, it says in space, no one can hear your screams. And uh, the general uh, vibe of the trailer was kind of spooky, thrilling. So I could imagine that this is a space thriller horror. So uh, I'm going to give this... Where you can't be heard screaming. I'm going to give this like a four. It, it didn't get me excited. Like what? Uh, Really? Yeah, it did not. It was very exciting. It did nothing for me. I was like, it's an egg, the scary music. Did you see the butt? There was a dude butt, but no, it wasn't. Was it an alien butt? No, she gets in her white panties in this. That's a woman butt? All right, it gets a point up. It's a five now. Sigourney. I I thought it was a man butt. I thought it was a dude butt. I didn't realize it was a female butt. It wasn't that. It wasn't Go go back and watch it again. All all right, everybody, we're going back. No, no, no. It's fine. (laughs) I'd give this like a seven. I thought it was really, um, it was really cool. It was kind of like, uh, it's some some. If it's a good trailer, it could stand alone. Like this looks like some like experimental stuff people make, you know. Well, it's it's a four or five in my. I'm gonna, I'll go to the five just for the butt. <laughs> <laughs> butt point. It's, it's a, a butt, butt point. It's a butt Everybody point. Everybody, calm down. It's a butt point. Yeah, we chose this. For the one scene that wasn't in the trailer, though, uh, because so I guess the way it starts out is that there's a spaceship and they get this alien parasite on the spaceship. But there's this really famous scene. I've seen this scene. I don't know, Joey, maybe you've seen. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen it. I've seen some sick stuff in my day. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like this dude has the parasite like sitting at this. Yeah, sitting on the scene, he's like starts freaking out. And then he's like uh, screaming and stuff. And everyone's like, what's going on? And then this alien worm thing just pops out of his belly and so that is a compelling case for why this is a pregnancy movie yeah it happens a few times i think so there's a lot of pregnancy a lot of unexpected pregnancy here so let me get this straight in the theme of pregnant comedies the majority of the movies is male pregnancy Yes. Oh yeah. There's more male well, pregnancy. No, no, no. Yeah. There's more male pregnancy to than a dude. female pregnancy. Does does it not happen to any women in Alien though? I think uh, Sigourney might be the only woman in this one, but I'm not sure. Man. She doesn't die. Well, I won't give that away. <laughs> I won't give it away. <laughs> Oops. Speaking of Sigourney, 
uh, she's a female lead, and the original script was supposed to be a male lead, but the studio was like, you know what's different and unique that no one will see coming? A movie with a female lead. And they thought they were being so like edgy and different. <laughs> a Gorio, and she has a cat. Yeah. I like the cat. The cat's good. Is the cat like a big part of the movie? Yeah. It, it made it to it's the trailer. Also, uh, to comment on what you were saying, Joey, any type of money-making uh, situation, so like a movie studio or anything, they're not ever going to do it because they're real feminists or anything. It's only to make money. So, you know, for all you folks out there <laughs> who, who think that, uh, that movie, uh, movie companies and companies care about you, they don't. They just care about pregnancy movies. Damn, guys. So, so based off that weird, ominous, <laughs> not really telling us anything trailer, what would you? What do you think Rotten Tomato gave this movie? Well, this is a classic. This is a classic car alien space. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's a, that's the genre. Are, are you gonna go anywhere with that? Like, Troy, that was like a half sentence. You were like, "Yeah, this movie is a class." <laughs> Did you fall asleep during? <laughs> <laughs> wake up I thought, charlie wake i was up. i was seeing if you guys were going to respond i thought you guys would respond to, I, was I was on the edge of my topic. seat i was like he's going somewhere with this <laughs> <laughs> okay i was gonna say it scored i would think it scored really high i'll give it like a 85 derek i'll give it a 94 dude charlie ah. you suck you have been swept at the wrong tomato game charlie sucks Charlie sucks. It, what? Was it, it got high. It's a 98, though, right? baby. It's a 98. Wow, you, that's you, almost in 100. You should have went high. You're so afraid of, of going with your gut. Because yeah. I felt your gut knew it was going to be really high, and you went low for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I don't have the confidence. You don't have the confidence game. game. Uh, we, <laughs> you, you got swept. Uh, Bobby Seeger would be so mad at you. And uh, you can round it out. For pity, we'll let you read the, the Roger Ebert review. But we're all judging you. <laughs> it's my job. Oh, f perfect score. You know what's funny though is that this only got one half star better than Junior. <laughs> <laughs> only yeah, one half star. What was the difference? How many points different did it get in the Rotten Tomatoes between Junior? Oh, like over like like eighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was exactly eighty because I'm pretty sure. No, no, less than eighty because it was a thirty-one. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. But you see, you see how this kind of shows uh, Roger's uh, Roger's flawed system. Anyway, let's give it a little read, shall we? Give it a little <laughs> read. Alien has been called the most influential of modern action pictures, and it so it is. Although Halloween also belongs on the list. Unfortunately, the film's influence studied its thrills, but not its thinking. We now have descended into a bog of gotcha movies in which various horrible beings spring into a series of victims, usually teenagers. The ultimate extension of the genre is the geek movie illustrated by the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which essentially sets the audience the, sa uh, the, sa the same test as uh, old-time carnival geek show. Now that you've paid your money, you can keep your eyes open while we discuss... What oh, the hell is he I talking about? <laughs> what is <I> now <laughs> that you've paid your money, can you keep your eyes open while we discuss you? Mm, yes. <laughs> Carnival. Oh. I don't know what any of that had to do with, with Alien. He, well, it's, it's, it's one of his classic, his classic moves is that in the last paragraph, uh, do not sum it up, but in <laughs> fact make some sort of weird claim about something else. Uh, so what he's saying is that... This uh, influenced the whole genre of movies, but it's the best one because it is thoughtful and it has a lot going for the plot. And he's he's taking his last paragraph instead of summing it up. He's saying that there is a whole genre of movies that um, 
that makes the priority the gore and it's like you know you paid the money so now uh, how much can you stand of this uh this this cut him up movie the know? most interesting thing about this is he he reviewed this in 2003 what <laughs> what made him be like i'll wait what made well, from him this paragraph it sounds like something else like pissed him off so much he was like i gotta remind people <laughs> how good alien was <laughs> yeah it was probably all of the following uh gore horror movies that really got him riled up he was like god damn it remember when they were making movies like aliens uh, alien that knew how to uh, use the gore and think now they're just pay, making you pay your money to get into the theater, and they're showing you a bunch of guts and blood. I miss when Hollywood would make female leads because it made money. Those were the days. There, were, um, there used to be this ride based on this movie at Disney World, and it was the scariest thing I'd ever experienced as a child. It's just you're in a th- green theater, and the xenomorph is like in the tube in the middle, um and then like it escapes and the lights go out and it like breathes on you and stuff it was terrifying but they replaced it um like 10 years ago with stitch and it's just oh, not it's like what he escapes <laughs> and has adventures well, that's not that 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 was before, such a crazy crazy ride before we get out of here i'll tell you a few things about the movie it originally was supposed to be called Star Beast, and thank God they changed it to Alien. Star that's the, Beast. <laughs> that Beast is the worst. From the type. stars. Another fun fact is that the guy who played the alien, it was a six nine Nigerian college student. That the casting director, <laughs> the casting director was at a pub one night, saw this man drinking, and it was like, "That's the guy." And just like this that's, guy's not that's the guy. not an actor. He just like saw this guy's like, "I know you're not an actor. I know you're in college, but I'll pay you a lot but of money you're to be an huge. alien." That's our xenomorph, boys. And the the (laughs) last fun fact is that Robert Daltrey, yes, the the singer from The Who, was he the singer? Is he just, I don't know. Roger. Robert, Robert (laughs) Daltrey, my bad. Robert Daltrey. Robert. Roger. Roger. Oh, Roger. The guy from The Who is Roger. My bad. Roger Daltrey, I don't know. Is he the singer guitar player? I don't know. The singer. Yeah, he was Tommy. So yeah, Roger Daltrey, (laughs) a.k.a. Tommy from the movie Tommy, uh, Ackley got a, a credit in this film because he was experimenting with like lights for like light show rock and roll stuff and Ridley Scott knew about this so Ridley Scott was like do you mind if I borrow your light equipment to light this movie <laughs> so I wow. so I guess like he didn't have to pay for lights because Robert Daltrey just gave them to them for free damn he deserves wow. an award because it, it's really that the the lighting is notably good yeah, that's no, awesome, man. and they like killed it. They killed it with their their like laser yeah. show with like that do 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 do. You know, that bow, deaf, bow. dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. And that's it for the pregnancy comedy edition of Trailer Trashing. I feel like we learned a lot today. That Charlie doesn't know what comedy means. That Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't know what being a feminist truly is because he thought being a pregnant man was going to be his feminist move. Uh, we learned that Judd Apatow, he makes stuff too long. His trailer's too long. The movie's too long. Cut it down, Judd. And, uh, yeah. Watch Derek Blight's, um, uh, Danny DeVito video. Listen to Charlie's new album. And, uh, have a great day, everyone. And, uh, see you next week. Like us on Instagram. Give us a five-star review on the podcast <laughs> app. And, uh, yeah, have a great day. I'm Joe Rinaldi. That was Charlie Weinshake. That was Derek Blight. See you, knuckleheads. <laughs>